And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Guys, we did it. We have enough hot takes. We don't we don't need any more. No no more opinions, no more hot takes. We've heard them all. We've had enough. No more. Isn't it awesome? Everyone can just shut up now. <laughs> Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, May 5th. We're here in the Classic Factory. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? I was just looking at a wedgie tattoo from one of our fans we'll get to on our Beach Steppin' Podcast tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Nice tease. Amazing. We got our top shot hot boy there, Trey Kirby. Hey, hey, oh! The international man of mystery taking it to the max. We call him Hot Legs. <laughs> it's Lee Ellis, Lily, and last, certainly not least, super producer JD. The man has nice legs. He's got nice stems. <laughs> and they're always, sure. always commenting in the stream too. Always, <laughs> always, always, and uh, nice new shorts there, I believe. Uh, on this yes, guy too. these are the uh, Mac Weldon's return Ooh. of the Mac Weldon's oh. Daddy Mac oh. baby. <laughs> Funny thing is, on TV there, they look a little more orangey than they do here in person. Mm. They're more sort of a pinky... Uh, more of a salmon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. so do your lower legs, actually. <laughs> you got a bit of a farmer's tan going on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, Atlanta right now, I don't know, I mean, I'm sweating. Oh, just... Look at that sock tan. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> We're going to see you. Yeah. I think I've got the Mac Weldon socks on here. Too. Oh, jeez. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, man, he's got the Allbirds. Yeah, low the Weldons. Yeah. Look at this guy. Gardening, <laughs> yeah. gardening shoes there. I see a little poop on the back. How are the legs feeling? After uh, pick up uh, basketball, uh, legs are feeling fine. The rib section, mid section's a little uh, beaten and bruised. I uh, copped an elbow or a knee or Ooh. something like that there last night. Did they take a review? Did they look yeah. at that? No, Trey was calling for a review on one play though last night. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I can't remember yeah, what it was, but it was, a, it was uh, sort of some disagreement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised your uh, shoulders aren't sh- uh, sore. From carrying your team, Ozzy oh, <laughs> Iverson was on fire. Wow, carving up the defense, hitting the threes. People were saying you look like 2011 Jason Kidd out there. Go check the highlights anywhere. Uh, no dunks mm. can be found. Yeah, that's right. I saw the uh, mixtape. I guess you were calling yeah, it uh, yeah. of Trey and uh, Lily last night. Some great highlights. Some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie. The bag was deep last night for sure. Uh, <laughs> handle was pretty tight, and I do prefer that nickname. I once was called a Rafler French uh, when I played pickup <laughs> once. So, uh, <laughs> so I prefer the sort of Aussie. Iverson, that's uh, <laughs> the Aussie Iverson's a bit better than Rayford <laughs> Friends. Yeah, wow, I hadn't thought about that guy in a yeah, long time. a weird one. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second, hit that like button, subscribe to No Dunks if you haven't already. Keep us help, keep helping us. In, yep, <laughs> ha, keep helping us out there and uh, comment away. Got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, email in your questions because we're hitting the beach tomorrow to no dunks at theathletic.com. And if you're a survivor fan, new no buffs. Later today, recapping episode 10 of Survivor Season 42 last night. I'm halfway through the episode. I have to watch the second half. It's like I'm watching playoff games now. Watch the first half, and then I'll take a break, watch the second half. I was so pissed that I forgot Survivor was on. Oh. Because I had to watch Heat 
Sixers <laughs> oh, instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm. was a stir right <laughs> Well, that's what we're going to get into. But let's start with the other game. Uh, let's start with Chris Paul having another incredible fourth quarter to lead the Suns in a blowout victory over the Mavericks, 129-109. to Trey, get us started. Through about three quarters, I would say, this was looking like a classic game of basketball. Mm. Luka had 26 going into the fourth. The Mavs had made 13 three-pointers. Dallas trailed by six, but it kind of been back and forth mm-hmm. uh, for the entirety of the night. But then the hunting began. Fourth quarter, Chris Paul went at Luka Doncic every single time down the court, and it worked pretty much every single time down the court. I've seen a lot of uh, possession-based stats from your Harlebobs from your Kirk Goldsberries. Yep. I'm not sure which is the most accurate stat here, but it's always like 1.7 plus points per <laughs> possession. That's a lot. Yeah, they were scoring so easily. It didn't matter if Luka was guarding Landry Shamit or Bismack Biombo. There was no place to hide for him at all. The Suns put up 40 points in the fourth quarter. Chris Paul had 14 of them. Devin Booker had another nine. Phoenix shot 16 of 19 in the quarter. The big run was an 11-0 streak midway through the fourth which ended in a Biombo dunk, and that was really the game uh, at that point. The Suns' execution was top-notch. They don't lose if they have a lead going into the fourth quarter. They literally haven't lost a game yet this season, and they just would not let Luka off the hook. Dallas tried to help him at one point, and that's when the Biombo dunk happened. You know, they're, no. like, they're like, okay, just go by Biombo. Suddenly the ball, bing, 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 finds Biombo underneath the hoop. Big-time dunk. Dallas just felt helpless out there because you got to have Luka for your offense, but then if you got Luka out there... Playing small ball, really no way for the Mavs to start or to stop the Suns. It's kind of like, um, you know, the guy sweating looking at two different buttons memes. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luca on offense, Luca on defense is impossible call, but a huge win uh, for Phoenix. They shot 64.5% for <laughs> say, the game. Say that again. 64.5%. Wow. 52% from three for the game. Booker finished with 30, also helped hold Jalen Brunson to nine points. Mm. Booker was, like, on another level defensively last night. I thought he was great. Chris Paul, 28 points, eight assists. I don't know really what sort of answers Dallas has going forward because it didn't feel like they had many last night. No, and you're seeing a huge difference between what the Mavs faced in the first round and now what they're facing here. Jalen Brunson just can't get going. He did what? He averaged 27 points a game mm-hmm. against the Utah Jazz, and now he's finding just bodies at him. And it's like, I think the, the Suns are like, well, Luca, we can't do much about one-on-one. He's been great. In the first game, he had the 45, and he was good again last night. But these other guys just can't get that freedom. You know, they yeah. can't they can't get into an offense where it's like these guys can take a few possessions. I mean, Bertans hit a couple of threes. Spencer Dinwiddie didn't do all that much there. Uh, you know, Finney Smith, those guys, they just can't. There's no there's no openness out there. That Phoenix defense is just so intense, and they know those guys are capable of hitting those threes. So let's not get it, let let them have them. And then you know, at last night, for example, one of the advantages the Suns have a huge advantage is DeAndre. Ayton. He got in foul trouble. He got a big flagrant when he whacked uh, Dwight Powell there early on. You could see they were feeding him early on, but he didn't really have an impact on the game. Nope. And so. For the Mavericks, that's a win. But when you see the other guys, and, and as Trey pointed out there, I mean, Chris Paul just chose whatever he wanted to do. And whether or not Luke is a bad defender, it's more just it, – it's that. It's also like let's just keep him working, keep him moving so yeah. that he's, you know, he gets fatigued. And I think you saw that as well. So um, the Mavericks, they're a chance when they go home. You know, it's only, it's only two games, but they need to find a way to sort of just get some of those guys open shots. But that Phoenix defense is so ready – and just waiting for everybody out there that the, every shot the, the Mavericks seem to take is either tough or contested. Do they have a chance at all? 
the Mavs in this series? Be honest with me. <laughs> it's very, very slim. It, yeah. it, I think it, the, it has to be the Suns either getting injured or just not feeling like themselves because if everybody is clicking offensively, 64%. <laughs> It's that's hard to do. It's weird when Two you see the, your shots. the sixty, you know, yeah. plus in that and in that little yeah. box. In score. game one, they were on the verge of doing that. Yeah, uh, they, they were kicking ass. Uh, I mean, it was fifty forty for a lot of the game, and then they sort of slowed down in the fourth quarter. But yeah, they can do what they want. I think Chris Paul is the best version of himself now. The dude is getting better with age. He really is. He's going to be thirty seven tomorrow. Is that right? When it mm-hmm. comes out yeah. of my mouth, that's weird. Uh, but he is in the best position to win a title as the number one guy right now. I, I think, you know, here we got four teams left in the Western Conference. He's looking at probably the other side of the bracket a little bit. He's got to be peeking over uh, after being so confident against this Mavs team, the way he was going at anybody, really. I mean, whether it's Luka, whether it's Reggie Bullock, whether it's a big, he's got to feel so, so, so good. Uh, and, it, and it's cool. We're going to probably juxtaposition to James Harden a little bit later in the show where he is not improving with age. He's not looking like he can take over, but Chris Paul is seeing anybody on the Mavs defense and just obliterating them. And then looking at that Mavs bench over and over and over and saying, what are you trying to do? What can you do? And being asked about it in the postgame press conference and, you know, shooting those eyes with Devin Booker. These guys are absolutely ready. That that finals appearance got them ready for this. And again, looking at the other side of the bracket now, Gary Payton, the second, uh, his injury where he's going to be out a few weeks, he won't be able to guard Chris Paul. If they meet in the conference finals, uh, I think he'll be happy to go at John Morant in the Grizzlies perimeter defense. If it's them, uh, he's got to be Jack. The Suns have to be Jack. So no, the Mavs probably don't have a shot, but also they have to be able to score better. I mean, it's both, it's both ends, and that's the the problem. Uh, the Mavs can't get Jalen Brunson going. I think maybe Jalen Brunson has to be the lead guard at the beginning of the games to get him going. I, th- I think that's probably your only other option uh, because, yeah, he, he stalled out a bit. Uh, he just has to be better. Yeah, he was bottled up. He finished a game minus 22, nine points, he said, 25% shooting for Brunson, second straight game that he struggled against this Suns defense. Uh, Chris Paul was trying to help Kid last night. He was coaching for him. He was calling timeouts for him. <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, I love that troll move right there. It's like, I'm kicking your ass so bad. I'm just advising you. You should just take a timeout and talk it over and maybe switch up your defensive game plan. Not that you're going to be able to stop me right now. I mean, he's like surgical. I yeah, mean, man. It's sort of scary and the, the pace he moves at and obviously picking who he's going to embarrass and get to his spot and like it just feels like he's hitting any jumper he takes in a fourth quarter situation right now. I thought it was a great point from Law Murray on the Daily Ding today saying that after game one we saw in the fourth quarter like the Mavs had a little bit of success with their small ball lineup, right? Like they made, a, made it into a run, made it a little bit interesting in the fourth quarter we said all right maybe if you're the Mavs going forward you think okay at least we've got something we can try here they tried it again and the Suns were completely ready for it it was like Chris Paul said oh you got one over on me a little bit here in game one it ain't happening again so as soon as they went to small ball it was like sorry Luca you're uh you're gonna get embarrassed here for a little bit and that's that's exactly what it was you know we it got so bad eventually that they were like is is he still hurt from from his yeah, leg injury? I and, love you know, that it's been, quite, it's been quite a long time since that happened, mm-hmm. and he definitely looked like he was slowing down. But he also, you know, I think he had 24 in the first yeah. half. Yeah, he's third So maybe Tass is right. Like, maybe Jalen Brunson needs to take a huge share of the possessions in the first half to try and get him going and to save Luka, because you know he's going to get hunted again. Yeah. The Mavs are going to have to play small again. Mm. That's the way they can win a game, is hitting 23s. So they're going to have to do the small ball thing, and... 
Luka's just got to have a little bit more energy left there in the fourth quarter. Yeah, J- uh, Jason Kidd decided... Let's go to Brunson in the third quarter, and that's why uh, Luca was sort of off the ball a lot, and he only had one assist after halftime, and that just ain't gonna work uh, if if Jalen Brunson isn't going either. And then the yeah the five smalls, uh, it is interesting. It kind of worked in game one, uh, but it's it's I don't think it's the way to stop Chris Paul. Really, I mean he's gonna get by his initial defender. Uh, if the Warriors are scouting this or the Grizzlies are scouting this, they got to be thinking, we got to keep Draymond Green on the floor or somebody else on the floor to be a secondary defender. Because in this day and age, as, you know, as Bob Ryan was saying yesterday, the game's changed. Uh, he's saying it in a different way. He's talking about three-pointers. and Anyways, uh, it's hard for the guy on the perimeter to stop a guy. Mikel Bridges is doing a good job on Luka. That's for sure. Uh, but you need that, that backup guy. And they hid Luca in the corner at times, and you can kind of do that with five smalls. But I think you need a big on Chris Paul right now, and uh, he's just getting better as these months progress. Uh, it was a question mark after the injury. Is he going to be good in the playoffs? Damn right. Uh, he's ready. Mm-hmm. He is so, so ready for June. <laughs> he can do it, man. You think the Suns are going to the well, finals, it sounds like. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. The conference finals hopefully will be a match. I think the Gary Payton second, uh, Gary Payton, what did I say? The Gary Payton second. <laughs> the Gary Payton. The Gary Payton second. Gary Payton the second. Can we just call him Payton or Gary Payton? Do we have to always yeah. put the second in? It's it's us. The We're two? on the precipice of yeah. knowing GP so well. The original. The rubber glove. I saw somebody wanted to call him because he's bouncy. You <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love rubber I'm, gloves. I, yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, I mean, keep your hands nice and. Uh, I know he was nicknamed the Mitt. He hated yeah. that. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Of course he would hate that. Uh, Nobody wants to be called the mitten yeah, the Suns are going to the finals so what i'm is what I'm, I'm i'm sticking my heels in digging my heels in uh to the you sand crazy well, i don't know I was, t- I was telling you that months ago i still think it's going to be suns box and i think uh Devin booker is still going to win finals mvp i guess unless jordan Poole somehow does it if the warriors get there which was the dumb preseason pick but uh i mean i don't want to gloss over booker because like you said the defense that he's like obviously he's gone to that level luke is going to want to have to do that at some point like you know, Booker was always the one getting like, oh, yeah, it gets you 25-30, but gives it all back on the other end. Now he's been helped out because Bridges is generally going to get the, the the toughest assignment, but Booker, has begun, he's gotten better at that end. But then the 30 points lead, 5 of 8. I mean, he just like, he has those little waves too where it's like Booker hits two threes. Yeah. You know, <clears> and it's just suddenly it's like, there's six points just like that. Maybe another jumper, eight points just like that. He did it a couple times in this game. Yeah. You know, and it's always, it's like at the starts of quarters or halves, it usually feels like. And then Chris, he sets it up and Chris Paul knocks him down. Yeah. And also he just gets to that position sometimes, whether the defender's there or not, and he rises up and knocks it down. He's just so confident. It's like DeRozan, you know, one of those guys who's worked on that mid range where he's like, unless this is a super great defender. I'm going to get my shot off if I want. And he's just shooting the ball so well right now. You know, remember, he missed, obviously, uh, a couple of games there in the last series with the hamstring. He's looking like that's completely healed now. Mm-hmm. There's no lingering effects there. And I just think playing alongside Chris Paul offensively is obviously helpful, but he's also understanding how to make sure you don't get killed on the defensive end, how you do contribute and mm-hmm. put in. You don't have to be... Kawhi Leonard or Ben Wallace or anyone, but you just have to sort of be uh, quick, put your body in front of your man, and get your hands out, and don't you know? Don't just be like a sieve down there. And mm-hmm. he's really worked hard to improve that. I think that just comes as well, like with Monty Williams, and you see that how defensive that mindset is. Like they can score easily, but if they can't stop guys, then that becomes a weakness. Right now, everyone who plays, even when Cam Johnson comes off the bench, it's like another long, rangy, switchable defender. They've got all that. Javale McGee, you know, he contributes when he comes in defensively. Like, this is very Spursy in in the way that 
everyone who plays, you know, we've talked about Biombo this season when he comes out. Plus just, 12 last night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just go out there. You're going to four for four as well. It's like run to the hoop. You'll get the ball and just dunk it, throw it down. Like, and, and you'll be in and you'll be out. But they do that and they all play together. Even campaign. I don't think campaign is a terrible defender either. I think he, he understands you've got to get out there and go after it. So this is, uh, they're so deep and they're so well uh, versed defensively. And then they've just got killers on the offensive end. Yeah. Any other notes from uh, this one or should we keep it moving? I guess to sort of like segue to the Sixers, you brought up McGee and Biombo. I kept thinking like, Jesus, I wish Doc, I, be, I bet Doc Rivers oh. wishes he had sort of like backup bigs like that. And then I say that, I'm like, well, are they only like that because they also play with Chris Paul and then <laughs> you're helped out offensively on that. And I think it's a, a little bit of both because they've been great. Those guys didn't miss a shot last night. McGee and Biombo come in with eight and getting in foul trouble yeah. and, and they're, you know, they combine for seven to seven and do all the work they need to and play great defense, stuff like that. Um, but let's go to the, to the second game because we had Bam and Butler leading the Heat past the 76ers 119-103 in game two. Um, yeah, Tass, you, you were like wishing you were watching Survivor. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that one. I don't want to be wishing to watch Survivor, uh, but this is, uh, this is extremely unfortunate. Here, I think we've got our first playoff series of the 2022 playoffs that doesn't feel like a playoff series at all. It doesn't feel at all. Usually you get that in the first round. There's just one yuck. And that makes it, that makes sense. There's 16 of 30 teams in the playoffs in the first round. So one of those teams has got to be a lot worse than the other teams, but it didn't happen in the first round. It's happening right now. Unfortunately, even the Heat's opponent in the first round, the Hawks, you know, they stole one and that felt more like a playoff series than this. Uh, and you compare the Miami Heat's home crowd to the other second round home crowds that we've seen, Boston, Phoenix, and Memphis, doesn't compare. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's part of it. Uh, it's not to put it all on uh, the Miami crowd because we have had one fan in Miami splendid from games one to games two with the dress yes she's changed yeah, she switched yeah. it up yes uh, we're showing it oh, to wow, you on you youtube photos now, yeah Mary. we're going wow, split screen we'll put it on the, we'll put it on social as well yeah the jerseys sewn all together <laughs> red away jerseys for game one white for game two i don't think she's gonna have to even have a game five oh, outfit but pass, but pass. Hold, hold on a good thing come back. good thing about the miami heat is that they have a lot of jersey options. Come back in the conference finals with the you know oh, the, the, the vice ones, yeah, the vice, vice jerseys. Yeah. There's there's plenty of options. Uh, listen, in this game, Tyrese Maxey phenomenal. Tobias Harris phenomenal. Uh, we can say Embiid will come back and make it a series. I don't want to do it again, but James Harden, it has to be put on him. It, it really has to be that he wasn't better. I know he, there was some spry plays where there's a couple you know we're, I, I, I as a fan I'm sure Sixers fan, are, as, as fans are looking at him waiting for a just go by your guy just just get to that rim and he did a couple times but it's just not enough if, if Maxie is playing this way having a 34 point game and Tobias Harris who everybody rides you know day in and day out uh, is playing this way there's, there's one guy on the roster who they traded for three players uh, and uh, he is not performing he hit one shot after halftime and I don't think it's the hamstring. I just I just can't put it on that because he had that five-game stretch as soon as he got traded to Philadelphia. Joel Embiid is Instagramming. I can't believe my life. I'm playing with this guy. He was pumped. And then I think the Nets just killed James Harden when they destroyed him on that March 10th day. I think the Nets, without playing them in the playoffs, destroyed the Sixers' playoff hopes. Now, if Joel Embiid is there, of, of course it's different. Um, but the scary thing is... 
Joel Embiid probably isn't right for Game 3. Even if he does come back, hopefully he does. But Chris Haynes reported on Wednesday. It was That was the first day. Wednesday, you know, the day of Game 2 was the first day he was able to use a cell phone because he's got light wow. sensitivity yeah. from the concussion. So that's scary and uh, I just don't think Joel Embiid unfortunately the whole the whole Pascal Siakam end of round one injury very very unfortunate but it's just a lot to ask him now to bring this team back I hope it I, I hope um, that lady in, in the front row is getting another dress sewn I hope five. so yeah. I hope that is the case well, but you need it for the second round oh, yeah, th- yeah, yeah, final conference, the conference finals, finals. yeah, yeah. yes uh, but uh, I, I think the scary NBA semifinals <laughs> yes NBA semifinals whatever these things are called the scary thing is uh, I know James Harden always gets what he wants got out of Houston got out of Brooklyn and now is uh, the front office of the Sixers looking at this guy and saying He's going to want a contract extension yeah, this offseason. Four for 223. Is he going to get what he wants? I hope Daryl Morey decides that. I mean, the, the evidence is on the floor. He's not He's not a max player right now. He and has a player option, though, as well, doesn't he? he 47. Does. He could do really. both. Yeah. 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 Uh, Doc Rivers doesn't sound very optimistic no. about the possibility of him being returning for game three, at least. That's, mm. what, I, that's right. what I was taking from Rivers post game. He's got so many steps to go through, Rivers said. I don't think he's cleared any of them right now. This is Doc saying this. And this is really the only question with this series at this point. Can him beat play? And then maybe they have a chance to to win a game or two. Because if he's not playing, I think the Heat have proven here that they're just head and shoulders above the squad. Uh, they they just have another level that the Sixers don't have. The Sixers need everyone to be perfect. And and funnily enough, James Harden last night and Rich Hoffman had a good breakdown on the Athletic about him. The Sixers. Uh, the Heat know, like, okay, we haven't seen that James Harden from the Rockers days, and we probably don't see it anymore. But they're also like, let's not even give that guy yeah, a yeah. chance. They're throwing two or three guys at him. Yep. He's making the passes. Guys aren't hitting. Nobody shots. can hit a shot. Yeah. So Danny Green can't hit a shot. Yeah. George Niang. Turns out he was he not going to be the savior. Yeah. Well, he was garbage. Well, that he lineup. Might be that too. lineup is definitely the best lineup with them out there. That's the only guy who I know he. That's those are the only minutes that they want when they're going five out. And okay. he got it. He got in foul trouble. He got fouled out. Those are the only minutes that they want because they are five out, and you have to cover those guys. I mean, he was one of three from three. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He but that's the thing is, is, yeah, that one three. But other guys had enough opportunities to get those looks from Harden's passing, and they couldn't knock him down. Now, yeah. so that to me is what Miami's plan is like. We don't even want James Harden to feel like maybe he can get that uh, rhythm going again. I thought he actually, you know, considering what we've seen of him, he was okay. Yeah. But he does he doesn't have that ability to just come tearing down the court, dribble, dribble, dribbles three, lay up create something for everyone and just have that defense panicking anymore so that's the that's the biggest issue I think for Philadelphia that he can't take it to that next level right now 76ers 8 for 30 in game 2 from distance and uh, that means they're 14 for 64 from 3 point range you know what percentage that is Lee? 22 <laughs> percent. Oh Jesus! They're shooting the Richie Benno. Wow! You don't want to shoot a Richie Benno. No, it's impossible. They, they cannot win a game without Embiid if they're going to make 22 percent of their threes. The I Philadelphia mean, that's the 22ers. Really, the 22ers. Yeah, let's call them that until they look like a real team. I mean, Harden can't have back-to-back four-point second halves. No. But I also don't. I like. What's he supposed to do? He's getting triple teamed with the mm. ball. He's dishing it, and Danny Green's one for ten from three. What are you honestly? What are you supposed to do? <laughs> he should be taking step backs. They're they are there. He can step back, and, and he's missing too. I don't. He's one for five of three. I mean, 
I I'm, I know it's unfortunate Danny Green can't shoot and, and what they need to do the Sixers is put someone in a Raptors jersey <laughs> at the end where Danny Green shoots yeah you're right and he'll hit six for seven probably Niang too yeah. exactly no problem knocking him down yeah. against the Raptors can't hit a shot to save their life <laughs> yeah I, I don't really know outside of Embiid obviously coming back being the focal point everything goes through him he gets to line gets you some easy baskets he's also a monster defensively they're taking away things inside there uh, I just there's just no hope if he doesn't play and I'm not saying he should like you gotta come back to Embiid because I think even if he returns I'm still taking Miami to win the series because they're a great team awesome yeah (laughs) yeah but I mean to win a game I guess they're not winning a game without him unless unless Danny Green goes eight for nine from three and George Niang goes six for seven and like you hit 23s that's like their only hope hey Tyrese Maxey looks great there's a lot of guys look great Victor Oladipo kind of looks like Victor Oladipo out there coming off the bench for the heat Duncan Robinson doesn't need to play with Victor Oladipo doing what he does. Yeah, there's lots of guys on on the Heat that look very good. Think about Miami's depth. Lowry is not playing. They're not playing a guy that makes $90 million in Duncan Robinson. And they have nine guys still playing in a second-round playoff Mm -hmm. game. Like, no problem. That's why it also feels, by the way, like a regular season game. Because the Heat are just like, we're just, we're just playing nine, ten guys. Yeah, that, the, the casual fan doesn't even know half of them. Uh, and kudos to them, because that's cr- incredible. You said Oladipo. Hero had, what, 18? felt like he scored yeah. 35 to me. Because he was like just cooking them in the first half. Yeah, I mean... Caleb Martin goes on and, on and on. Yeah, the thing is, when Lowry comes back, those minutes for Oladipo are probably where they're going. And you mentioned Duncan Robinson. Remember, Duncan Robinson was maybe won them that game against the Hawks the first game. He went eight for nine. Yeah. So, like, if you're in Eric Spolstra's doghouse, which he's not really, but he kind of is, but if they feel they need him one day, he'll come out and be expected to perform. That That's the sort of way the Heat are. It's like, okay, right now, there's not a really role for you, but that doesn't mean you're, 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 you're done for good. So, you just have to be ready. And uh, that's the thing, the Heat... To have Oladipo in that role where he can just come out, and it was a very uh, un... He didn't get a lot of face, a lot of tough defense out there, Oladipo, so he can get into a little bit of a rhythm like that. But that's why he got him. It's like, we might need this guy as an insurance policy, and he's perfect for it. And when, as I say, when Lowry comes back, Oladipo will understand he may only get 10 minutes that game, you know, because Lowry obviously is going to go straight back into the starting lineup. Yeah, and he's got to play in Philadelphia, too. So yeah. hopefully Lowry will be back in his hometown. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what his status is for Game 3. Maybe you just play it. I don't know. Do they do the thing where it's like, eh, no real need to bring him back? Especially if Embiid doesn't play. <laughs> it's like, get him more time to rest. He's sure. old, too. Uh, sure. And, and, you know, they have plans to obviously win this whole thing. But Bam, you said it great. 23 points. He was a monster. I mean, Butler and Bam are throwing alley-oops to each other, mm. for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, they were sort of clowning them at one point. 22 and 12. Oladipo, the 19. Hero, 18. Yeah, everybody chipping in. They dominated in the paint. They out-rebounded them. A lot of second-chance points, obviously, because of that. And it was... Uh, I mean, I'll give the Sixers credit, especially Maxi. And, and you're right, Tobias Harris a little bit. Like, it was a 10-point game. Like, <laughs> like, they were sticking around. They were hanging around. Old counting crows. Uh, <laughs> but it really feels like the Heat are like, all right, guys. Like, it's like... I'm, maybe, I'm sure Haslam or Lowry says something. Like, all right. Or Tucker or whatever. Butler probably, like... Let's just play hard here for five minutes and just end this damn thing. Mm-hmm. And they did it again here. And we'll see if they can continue to do it in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, round two here to get a a dud where you'd be wa- rather watching a survivor, you know, just post-merge uh, if that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it's, it's 
It's, it's not even it's the flat. best There's time no of Survivor. There's no juice it to this so, series yeah, and, and, is the and problem I, without Embiid. And what's up with the heat crowd? I know it's always a uh, thing with the heat crowd, but they're just... You didn't see Dwayne and uh, Gabrielle there last night looking great? Yeah, I saw that Haslam gave Dwayne Wade his game-worn shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Haslam didn't play last night. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's Dwayne Wade cool. needs a pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wade's like, you brought those? me your kicks? <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw their Met Gala looks. Dwayne looking good. I just want to push back on the on the crowd because I like I tweeted last night. Not a single second of this Sixers Heat um, has felt like a playoff series yeah. yet. And I, you know, I got a lot of pushback from Heat fans. I think taking offense <laughs> to it, like it was the it was me pointing out that the crowd said. I actually wasn't. It was more just like what's going on on the court because mm. there's no Embiid. And again, like rotation wise, and it's just like the games are they're just sort of lifeless. It oh, just yeah. feels like a January, February basketball game. But the crowd, I think. You know, they're late arriving, sure, there in Miami. Uh, but I think they're doing their part when they're kicking ass. Bah. It's maybe not. Come on. Yeah, it does, I, it does I, not, I think you're going a little. It does not compare to Memphis or Phoenix or Boston. You can hear those yeah, crowds no, coming right. through the you're speakers. Right. You can't hear this they're crowd. Louder. I don't think maybe you can hear them Maybe they're piping them in in those arenas. No, no, no they, they, should, they should pipe it in Miami. I'd rather I'd um, rather that. Mm. It's It sucks. Uh, it, it, <laughs> wow. Uh, well, it, it, it just sucks as a fan watching. Mm. Obviously, they're, they're steamrolling. And, yeah. and the thing is, you know, it's the chicken or the egg. Does the heat produce the crowds cheering or does the cheer or is that, you know, you, usually it's the heat crowd or sorry, uh, <laughs> NBA crowd. Uh, or, Hold on, let me eat this egg. Or the, or the NBA crowd in game in quarter three of game one. I think the the Heat's crowd was lifeless, and PJ Tucker got them on their okay, feet because okay. he was getting offensive rebound after offensive rebound, got them alive. Yeah, the Heat's crowd doesn't really produce much energy for yeah, that team. Okay, it okay, just okay. it just doesn't. They're happen. all getting ready for the Grand Prix this weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're there at the F one situation. Any F one drivers in attendance last night? They didn't show us on the broadcast. They didn't show us on the broadcast. I saw that Michael Jordan met Pierre Gasly though. I saw that. What a hilarious Jordan in a helmet on his helmet for some reason. So yeah, if you ever want to see a picture of Michael Jordan wearing a racing helmet, you can find it on the internet now. If you had showed me that photo, just Jordan just in a helmet, yeah, with just his eyes, I'm like, I don't know if I would have known that was Michael Jordan. Yeah, same because it like you know it, smashes yeah, up his face, yeah, kind yeah. of into everything. <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm not doing more face moves. Today. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Play any other face. any other notes here on uh, on Philly, Miami? <sighs> unfortunately, not. It, it look, it is uh, it, it is a tough watch because unfortunately for Philadelphia, I honestly don't think they've got any chance. I didn't really think that without Embiid. With yeah, Embiid, yeah, yes. Yeah, but yeah. so you're going into it and you're like, oh yeah, I just hope. Maxi can go for forty-five and hit well, nine threes, but he went for thirty-four. But you know what I mean. Like, it, like it was still was even when it was that ten points. You never really felt like okay, Philadelphia can really steamroll them here. It just didn't feel like it. Doesn't. There's no feel. No, it's you know? lacking in that like, like we no come feel. home from from ball last night. You want to turn. You want to. You want to get into it. You want to. Yeah. You know. And you're sort of like, ugh, nah. Put this stuff. Put our stuff up on Instagram. We got time. <laughs> oh my god! Time. You're telling me you guys were working on your own mixtape from Pickup Ball instead of really locking into to Philly Miami game two. The truth is yes. <laughs> I mean yes. Respect. Better crowd response. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> lot, lot more buzz. Oh, it was uh, yeah. It was a huge. It was a Jared. It was a Chris. Dudley, for for sure. <laughs> and and speaking of, there yes, uh, Bob Ryan, respectable writer, obviously a legend. Why do you keep bringing up Bob Ryan? Because he, 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 complained, oh, okay, yeah, okay. he complained yesterday that the game is all based on three point shots. Ah now. yes. Look at Tyrese Maxey out there. He was eleven of eighteen from two point <laughs> land. Rewatching that, no. 
I wasn't. <laughs> I was watching Survivor. I wish I was watching Survivor. Uh, Tyrese Maxey was great. Uh, and the, He's playing four on three. Like, he's playing four yeah. on three. He should be able to score. Same with Tobias Harris. They're taking are... the ball away from Harden. He should be able to score. But, like, they got to... They gotta Mac. find the Mac, the mix, right? Like you're getting 70 points from Maxi Harris, Harden. Harden has opportunities. He has opportunities to shoot. I know you guys keep saying that he's, they're just taking the ball out of his hands. There's opportunities for him to let her rip, but he, I don't understand why he's not taking them. You're not that guy, pal. Uh, that's <laughs> a, he's not that guy, pal. Yeah. He's not anymore. Yeah. I, I, my my theory about the uh, South Beach, uh, you know, spinach being uh, Harden's thing is. Was proven wrong. Isn't there every city he goes to? There's mm-hmm. like strippers and you know temptations there for him that seem to get him in trouble. I mean, you've been Houston, to OKC, Toronto? yes. <laughs> you've been to the strip club in OKC. Well, what's a coyote ugly? I saw tumbleweed in OKC. In OKC. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Legit. He was only like two years ago. Coyote, wasn't he? Three years? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we're even talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why. He's not the guy. He's not yeah. the guy. Uh, history not on Philly's side, though. All right, you may not like this, Philly fans. Miami has taken a 2-0 lead in 18 previous series, including the first round this season against Atlanta, and they've won every matchup, hmm. every single time, anytime they're up 2-0. Uh, 76ers franchise has dropped the first two games of a matchup on 19 other occasions, and they've never recovered to hmm. win a series. That, that's a little surprising, yeah. I think they have blown a 2-0 lead, though, themselves. Who's this? Philadelphia. Mm, yes. Think to the Celtics back oh, in the days. Oh, okay. think okay. so. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, Embiid. Embiid has to come back, throw the mask on, and, and get to work. Because I, d- I don't think Harden is going to do it. <laughs> well, is DeAndre nah, Jordan, is he going to start him again in three? Honestly, honestly, who honest, cares? I know, I know it doesn't. <laughs> like, DeAndre really, Jordan wasn't the reason they No, I know, I know. I mean, but I'm saying, uh, while Paul Reed does get in foul trouble, I think you may as well start him at least and just see yeah, if that gives him a Paul different... Paul Reed played a lot more disciplined yeah. last night. <laughs> it was like, Niang picking oh, up all the fouls. But. Yeah. yeah. You may as well start four if you're going to go with uh, Jordan. I no, I, I do think Doc Rivers' lack of creativity is a bit of an issue here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Paul Reed played 25 minutes, and they only like that's half the game, and they only lost those minutes by two points. Yeah. It was a lot closer. They won the George and Yang minutes. If those two are your centers for the entire game, I think there's a legitimate shot. He went to a cork mass, too. Yeah. To he try did. and get some scoring boost. Yeah. There's some. <laughs> you know, at least Where's he tried. Shake? At least he, he tried. played all right. Yeah. I could use a shake for sure. Yeah. I would love seeing shake. All right, well, let's take a break and get some shakes. Let's take a break and get some shakes. Bob Ryan wants to go back to Chris Dudley era. Oh, my God. The Chris Dudley era. Bob Ryan. Everything was better when I was 25 or 32. I get it. I get it, but... Basketball wasn't. It's true. Yes. When we were, when we were 25, basketball is better now than it was when Thank we were 25. You. Come on, Bob. Thanks. Let's grab a shake, Bob. Uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> when we come back, uh, we'll get into the Ben Simmons back surgery news and uh, look ahead to the NBA playoff weekend. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Okay, back in the Classic Factory. Good news. Task got a shake. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited because... Yeah, get your protein in, man. I didn't have a workout today, and this is going to force me to have a workout today. <laughs> oh, okay. Chocolate? Is just it? mentally, just to have 30 grams of protein. <laughs> cranking through my cysts. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the Fair Life Nutrition Plan. Why am I shouting them out? They don't, don't pay know. us. Yeah, they don't pay us. Dime. Should have taken Look the label off. Uh, all right, Cass got a shake. Let's Good. talk. Break. Uh, well, we got some crazy news here. Not gonna say they don't pay us, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shake. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I shook it. <laughs> it's going down. Seems to be enjoying it enough. Don't he went back it. for a don't second hate it. sip. Quick sip. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, guys, listen to this. Ben Simmons undergo. <laughs> Sorry. You said <laughs> under. You were under that. Yeah, I know. Overlay. Ben Simmons will undergo back surgery today. The Brooklyn Nets announced this Wednesday. This is from the Nets themselves, okay? 25-year-old received an epidural shot for a herniated disc in his back in mid-March. He dealt with back issues since February 2020 uh, when he missed time due to a nerve impingement. Uh, and this procedure that he's undergoing today, by all accounts, uh, expected to sideline him for three to four months. So I guess the question off of this test, bit of a weird angle maybe but do do we the collective we nba media twitter whatever fans mm. owe ben simmons an apology because obviously a lot of jokes have been made at his expense a lot of questioning whether he was even hurt and blah 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 and all that what's really going on what do you think i was definitely questioning myself should i should i apologize should we feel bad i do think what was happening was they were telling us ben simmons was coming back the Brooklyn Nets, as That's a team, were saying true. he's coming back game would, one, maybe game two, maybe game three, maybe game four. Cleared to play in game four, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as yeah. you said, the game four was on a Monday, and I remember you were mad that they declared him ready for game four, and then two days before game four, not even the yeah. day before, not yeah. even not even a game-time decision, they said, you know, they retracted that, said, he's out. Yeah. So that was odd that was in odd. that they didn't do it on the Sunday or the Monday. So we were discussing the merits of him coming back. And whether he should come back in a playoff series, in the middle of a playoff series even, a playoff series where they're struggling. So that was fair. But I think while doing that, we forgot that he did have a hurt back. And we forgot that he had an epidural only weeks before. So because we're sort of in the moment, even myself, I I was just thinking about him, you know, being on the floor and blending in and forgetting about the back injury. And we questioned whether or not he had a back injury. Right. I mean, that, that did come up, obviously. Because if there are mental epidural. lapses that he's and, and issues that he's been struggling with for a while, and that's been made clear too. So there, there's two things here, really, and they might be connected, right? Yes, that was obviously the uh, the report as well yeah. that they, one was triggering the other. And going back to 2020, he had back issues then that prevented him from playing in the bubble, whereas Joel Embiid was playing solo. So that is the bad sign here for the Nets. Apology? I, I don't think so. I'm not going that far. <laughs> uh, but I think we were we yeah, we're, were probably just in the moment and thinking about his back and not thinking about everything else because it seemed like he had overcome um, the mental issues to a point where he was going to be on the floor. Mm-hmm. And there was reports that he had been like 
uh, you know, week plus of pain-free, and that's why he was getting ready to go. And, yeah. and that those, I mean, why were we hearing that? Is the weird part, you know, from from people that are super plugged in from his camp, from the Nets, and all of this. Um, well, what do you think? Same question to you, because mm. you've obviously uh, had some things to say about Ben Simmons. What do you think? Yeah, well, um, it's been uh, such a crazy season. We've heard conflicting information and news and reports, and seen him, and he said he wants to play and all this, and then. He's sort of said, well, now my back's sore. And he said he was keeping himself in shape and keeping himself ready. So I don't feel guilty for being sceptical of some concern of the injuries. But if the guy is having back surgery now, I mean, no one's going to go that far just to, you know, just to say to people, see, I had a back problem. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just hope he can get himself healthy mentally and physically. Yeah. And he can get out on the court again um, because he's now missed an entire, he's missed two seasons of his career so far because of injury. He missed his first season as a rookie. And now he's missed another one for, you know, mental health issues and and somewhat physical but more mental so he's a young man in the prime of his life doing what he loves but he's not able to do it so hopefully this can at least get him on the court again and get him playing yeah because uh it must be awful for him to to be in this situation to deal first of all with what happened last season and now he has a physical ailment that he has to correct so I mean, you know, again, I, I don't, I don't feel an apology. No, I, I didn't, I didn't say, hey, you're just sitting home doing nothing. I, I just think that he had to get things taken care of, and he, and he wasn't doing a, a great job of that when he had the ability to go out and play. Mm-hmm. Trey, anything to add to this? Definitely feels like we just never had the complete information, especially with the way that the very end of the season went down where it seemed like he's coming back for game four and then suddenly he's not coming back for game four. But I guess that's just something to remember uh, for the future is that when they tell us something's happening, we might not know everything Mm. about it. But I also do think it's a little strange that if he had a herniated disc and they were talking about a back injury so many different times, maybe that would have come up. Obviously it didn't in the Sixers. And the Nets don't really have to give us the specifics of stuff. But um, I don't know. uh, Hopefully things go well for him. It's got a long recovery period. uh, Every article you see mentions the fact that Michael Porter Jr. had a similar procedure back when he was still in college. That went okay. But it was a red flag for the draft. Dropped him a little further down. And as we saw this season, he had a reoccurring back problem that had to have surgery again, which kept him out for the majority of the season. So... I don't know. Uh, hopefully Simmons is able to get back on the court and actually be playing, and then hopefully he doesn't run into any more problems further down the line having to have back surgery as a young man. I, I know this sounds silly because it is back surgery, but it's a fairly like minor procedure, this type of work, at least like you know my uh, WebMD sort of skills, like digging into this type of thing last night. So that's good. I mean, like this is not really, really intense, and they generally like work out okay, can alleviate some pain. And then he should be back at the start of next season, mm. you know, fingers crossed. He's got three years, $114 million left on this deal here, and we think in theory that he would pair nicely, of course, with KD and Kyrie there uh, in Brooklyn, having been traded there, um, to give them a little defense identity. This guy's like a multiple-time all-star, know, and yeah. all-defensive guy, mm-hmm. one of the elite guys at his position defensively. And hopefully he gets, hopefully this, uh, again, takes care of some of the pain, uh, and maybe unlocks both physically and mentally, and then he can get out there come October. Hope right. to God he's playing at the start of the next season is what I'm getting at. Right. Three to four months should be the window should be there. Close, yeah. yeah. Recurring back injury is obviously a huge worry. Yeah. And uh, the epidural, you know, looking back in mid March was for a herniated disc, uh, but it wasn't entirely laid out for us, right? It wasn't entirely clear. And yeah, they're keeping stuff under wraps as they should. But yeah. the worrisome part is, yeah, two years apart, back issues, and uh, yeah. It was all enveloped in in a, a mental struggle that we haven't seen 
you know, come out clearly. It was it, something that was unprecedented in NBA circles in terms of its transparency. And so we were, you know, as media members concentrating on that. And then the back issue sort of snuck in. And, and there was skepticism as to whether this injury was real from media members. That's that's totally entirely true. Mm-hmm. And uh, we people got lost in that because of the unprecedented nature, I think. Uh but they did come out and say that there was a back issue, but I wonder when it sprung up um, you know, through because he hasn't played for uh, an entire year here. I, I guess it did come when, when he hit the floor with the Nets yeah, after the trade. Yeah, it seemed to happen when he was, we saw some workout footage, and then it came from that. Let's not forget he was traded. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you would think both teams, I know it's weird because they sort of want to get off Harden and they the Sixers want to get mm. off Simmons, that, you know, you got to go through physicals and like, okay, you're not giving us like damaged goods here, so... Maybe it's feeling That's better true. at that point. And it's a back injury. Like, can you can it flare up and you feel mm. brutal for a week? I'm sure it can. And then it feels a little bit better and maybe you're getting ready to go. Uh, I'm sure that's the case too. But yep. let's just hope he gets back. Uh, okay, let's look ahead to the NBA playoff weekend. Heat Sixers, Suns, Mavs play games three and four on Friday and Sunday. There are no games on tonight. Okay? It's a, it's a little odd. Three Days Grace is playing in Milwaukee tonight. Three days grace. It's Hogfest, somebody told me. Hogfest? <laughs> Matt Ufford told me this. I, I, I cool. didn't fact check him, but I believe him. Uh, I mean, Summerfest in Milwaukee. Great time. Uh, yeah? yeah? Oh, great time. Saw the darkness there, Lee. Oh, wow. I thought they go to Milwaukee. Wasn't Hogfest, was it? No, this was uh, Summerfest. I didn't I didn't even know there was a Hogfest. I don't even know if there is, but uh, Matt said Yeah, I, it sounds like something they would have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bacon just everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deep fried bacon. <laughs> bacon wrapped bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bacon wrap pork chop. Bacon ice cream? Bacon ice cream. Bacon ice cream. Bacon donuts. Bacon donuts. donuts. Wow. Come down to Hogfest. <laughs> we got it all. Uh have you been you've been to Milwaukee then? Yeah, well, yeah Good time? Yeah. Oh, Milwaukee's really fun. Yeah, I want Underrated go. city. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Cream City. <laughs> yeah. Home of the cum dragon. Uh Celtics Bucks. Grizzlies Warriors. They play game three on Saturday. So again, Heat Sixers, Suns, Mavs, they play on Friday. Those are the next playoff games we're gonna get. Then we get Celtics, Bucks, Grizzlies, Warriors. Those two series tied at one games apiece. Game three on Saturday. I think it's like a three thirty and maybe like an yeah. eight o'clock start. And then uh, then we get the game fours from those other series from last night on Sunday. What game are you most excited for? Is what I'm getting at here. Just looking at this, man, we could have two series over by Sunday, which we I hope could. not. We That's, could. Uh, so I am looking <laughs> forward to either you know either one of those other two games because I still don't really know which team. Is going to walk away with it. I mean, but I think the Warriors probably uh, have still the advantage over the Grizzlies, the mm-hmm. experience factor. But man, seeing Ja Morant the other night doing what he's doing, it's hard to not pull for him and love to see him just take that next step. So I would, I would love the Grizzlies at worst to get a split in their uh, in their two road games in Golden State, and then Milwaukee, Boston. This is a fascinating. This is what a series should be. It's a real hog fest. They, it is. They both waxed each other in the first two games, and they're going to Milwaukee. They've got the best player. They're at home. They really, uh, you know, shot the ball badly in game two. You expect a huge response from them in game three, and I hope we get that. I hope this series does just keep laying blows on each other for these two teams because uh, we need it. Because those other two series, even if they're not sweeps, probably five games is uh, oh boy, oh you know yeah, is yeah. where you're looking no, at you're that probably best case right, scenario. Really. So it's feeling four or five ish with Heat six or Suns. Yes, right now. Yes, right yes. Now. Whereas yeah, if we can, a big part if you can play. Them. If we can get six or seven out of the other two, I think they could be really good games too. So mm, okay, interesting. Well, well, if that's the case, there's no way the league would like split them off. Like, well, like 
like, like Lee's oh. saying, if these one, if these, because we have it right now, it's basically two games on one night, then two games on the next night. But if the two games that are on the same night, Heat Sixers, Suns, Mavs, are like done in four, and these other ones are going long, would they like split them? You know, like okay, now we'll just go every other night, or will they just probably they'll probably because you know with particular hog fests and yeah. bacon fests and stuff like that, right. it's already set. It's set. Too, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it'll be weird. Is what I'm getting. At. Anyway, which game are you most excited for? What happened to this Mavs defense? What happened to it? That's the it's only way. I, Lee got me a little bit depressed. Heat Sixers. I, yeah, I don't think yeah, there's yeah, any hope. We got your thoughts on that one. Now, yeah. yeah, now we're thinking Mavs Suns. Now I'm thinking Mavs Suns is the third of the four series to have a little bit of life. Right. Mavs defense has to be better on on the guards, but they just come at you. Maybe they get off to a better start because both games in Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix came out Ooh. hot, 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 hot. And uh, the Mavs struggled. So it's got to be the start of a game, just like what Boston did in, in game two against the Bucks. They were able to punch first and were able to keep the lead the entire game. So I, I just, I know that's going to be a series. Grizzlies Warriors looks fantastic. Hoping for the Mavs to fight back in game three. And Trey, of all these, of all the, you know, the Friday night games, that Saturday day game, <laughs> there's a big birthday party going oh, on down slidey. here on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I will have to hope my buddy Grish has the game on. Um, <laughs> Why? Why? Because after the first five minutes, he'll tell you the result anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's Celtics Bucks. Uh, ah, wow. That. That's Ooh, a big okay. one, Lily. Okay. We'll get it on the big screen. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, Trey, what do you think? <laughs> Which game I'm most excited yeah, for? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's only two games to be excited for, right. I think. Uh, and these guys nailed it. Warriors, Grizzlies, Celtics, Bucks. Those are great series that we've got going on right now. And it's interesting to see what the Warriors are going to do with John Morant. Uh, no Gary Payton the second. Yep. <laughs> the second. No. They're not going to bring in Gary Payton either. <laughs> True. They're not going to let him play. He's retired. What about Gary Payton Jr.? Oh, maybe give him a call. <laughs> right. Give him a call. Right. Give him a call and see what he can do. Uh, because the... The Warriors could use any answer for John Morant right now, but I also assume this to me feels a little bit like uh, Bulls versus Bucks. Bucks played mm. pretty well, or the Bulls played pretty well in Miami, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Hog <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> sorry, hey, can I ask? I gotta ask. You've been coughing for like eight illness. weeks Not straight, COVID though. You, went, like, you have a illness. deep cough to you. Are you okay? Have you got I've a got a phlegmy throat, yeah. my man. <laughs> Call me phlegmy killmeister. I'm playing at Hogfest next summer. Uh, yeah. I, unfortunately, they have all these other sicknesses still, mm. <laughs> even though COVID is around. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, today, I think it's my last day of coughing. Mm. Okay. So... Uh, actually, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> because we've got about, I don't know, it feels like 20 straight shows with a couple deep coughs from Trey Curry. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the cough dragon. Okay. The cough dragon's out. <laughs> <laughs> What's that vanity license plate look like? I think it's fine. C-F-D-R-G-N. <laughs> Somebody Shorty. get their Twitter handle. Somebody squat on it. Uh, all right, let me ask you another question then. Because you're right, it's only those two yeah, series. Well, you, want me to talk about, yeah. uh, you want me to talk about Heat Sixers? Uh, no, no, we've done that. Uh, I want to know about Bob Ryan. <laughs> no, no, we've done Survivor. that definitely enough. We've later. talked about shakes. Survivor, we'll talk about a lot more on no buffs later today. Uh, I want to know biggest surprise of the second round so far. That's my cue to you. What do you got? This is my cue, my A return to you. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. You threw me for a loop. You threw me for a loop. Uh, the way the Celtics have had success guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo mm. has been actually surprising. He mm. still won the game for Milwaukee 
in game one by doing everything else, uh, by being a setup man. You know, he had a triple-double, 12 assists. Seven of them went for threes. But Giannis is shooting 38.5% through two games here. That's a pretty low percentage for Giannis yes. onto Tacumpo. He's a Shaq-like scorer inside. So it'll be interesting to see how the Bucks actually get him as a score, get him going as a scorer mm. uh, in Milwaukee. I think will be very interesting to see. I assume a little bit more pick and roll, which will be good for Drew Holiday as well. I haven't heard any sort of news on Chris Middleton, so I'm not expecting that. So you need to see some big time scoring games from Giannis, uh, and I think it's certainly possible. I think that a little bit of time off will give the Bucks a chance to figure out ways to get him playing downhill in a half court scenario as well as in a transition scenario. Mm. Yeah, not a surprise that series is one one, but definitely mm-hmm. surprised that Al Horford and Grant Williams are like. <laughs> doing the best job we've seen in a long time in sort of locking up Giannis or making it difficult. I mean, talking about old guys, Al Horford has been incredible in the playoffs. He yeah. was really good against Brooklyn, and he has been outstanding again in this series. He's, he's having a sort of Chris Paul-like defensive <laughs> impact on games, yeah. you know? But the numbers actually, back it up when he's on yeah. Giannis. And Grant <clears throat> Williams getting a lot of, like, the pub, and, like, mm. it's like Giannis, like, barrels into him and Grant doesn't move because oh, it's a yeah. brick house. But, yeah. like, the numbers when Horford's been on him yeah. are crazy at t- in terms and, of And, you know, I don't think this was a motivational factor, but remember Bruce Brown beforehand said, we're going to go at Al Horford. And then in game one, Al was a bit jacked oh, up. Spry. But, but you just know, I mean, you know, he's uh, one of the most reliable guys under the radar. We've talked about a lot that, you know, he, I believe, is a four-time All-Star because he doesn't get that appreciation that he deserves. Defensively, he's great. And now he's hitting those threes too. So, uh He's been, he's been really, really good. What about you, Tass, for a biggest surprise second round? Anything else? I think it's got to be Giannis. Uh, yeah, the 38%, the 41% from two-point land. Hitting four out of ten shots, this guy is, uh, yeah, is very surprising. Uh, so to see Horford doing it on both ends, it is a little surprising because where he came from last year uh, because of uh, what happened with the Sixers. But uh, he has been doing this for a long time. He's, he's a pretty decent Yanis stopper and the Celtics defense came alive in game two that was wonderful to see so there's that and obviously Warriors Grizzlies and what happens with uh, yeah the Ja Morant defense and if they continue to play Ja the same way let him rip from mm-hmm. three-point land as he's shooting 39 percent uh, hit four and five in these two games and taking a lot of them too in a good way like mm-hmm. he's not afraid to be like you're gonna give no, me sir. space I'm gonna step into these and I can hit them I think he's nine for 23, which is not terrible by any means. 39%. Acceptable. Yeah, Yeah, very good. good. Yeah, I mean, so... You have to keep... I mean, it's him, too. Like, we talked about, like, he's a running Mm -hmm. back. He can get to the rim. Oh, yeah, yeah, So if you sag off that much, you have to step Mm -hmm. into it again. You you at least just got to show them that they got to think twice about that game plan. Um, I think for me, too, just talking about that series, surprising Clay Thompson is just not been unlocked in terms of shooting the ball and every shot looks like it's getting sped up even faster and faster and you can tell the frustration I think with him I think he's going to have one of these big you know he hit the timely one in game one don't get me wrong Mm. and then at the great defensive sort of stand at the end but like he'll be unlocked here in one of these games Uh, it's clay you can only keep him down for so long until he's Splashing six, seven, eight threes. Just wait, t- wait till game six, Clay. Yeah, anyway, I can't believe he missed two free throws. Oh, that, yeah, that's that shook Steph me. Curry missing free throws yeah. and Clay missing free yeah. throws. It's been very weird here in the playoffs. Mm. All right, what's well, a fun question for everybody out there in the stream team? Biggest surprise so far from the second round? Let us know in the comments section. We'll take our final break, but don't go anywhere. We have a very, very, uh, I guess, unique tweet of the night, and then a little top five fun off of it. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back with the boys. I love multitasking. Just paid my gas bill. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that on auto pay? No, I have to see what I'm paying fast. <laughs> Be wary of the auto pay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Trivia question, what mm. I pay for, uh, what was my gas bill this year? This month, excuse me. 74 bucks. Wow, way too high. 38. How'd you do that? $38.08. God, you're good at this. You know gas. For a guy that had trapped win once, you really know gas. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right, let's get to (laughs) Tweet of the Night. Mm, Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. TK, what do you got? Well, Tweet of the Night. Is it? (laughs) Not Not yet a tweet. Will be tweeted. Uh, so unless you're joining us here live on the stream team, you're going to have to check this out on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, maybe TikTok. Who knows where we're going to put it? We're going to put it everywhere. (laughs) But if you're joining us live on YouTube right now, you're in for a treat because yesterday Skeets and JD and I put together uh, a fun little video. So take a look, Ski. Uh, when I was a kid, I dreamt that my superpower one day would be the ability to hit seven out of 10 shots. 70%. You know, I could have went with the 10 out of 10 perfect, but it didn't seem reasonable. And today, I become Super Skeets. clankers in there couldn't hit that fadeaway yeah, <laughs> i'll tell yeah, you that yeah. the fadeaway was a tough one the fadeaway is a tough one but i'll give you mad props for the half court shot 
Didn't you, take didn't, me. you didn't take very many attempts on that one. No, I think that was my third attempt. I think so, yeah. yeah. And you hit the pose afterwards. You weren't <laughs> posing the first two. I think you knew the third one <laughs> yeah, was going down. True. That was nice. That's true. Yeah. Not easy to shoot in a weird kid's mask either, it turns out. The cape, not too bad, but the mask uh, limiting my vision a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. reasoning, at, at least. We've shot a lot of dumb things. That's up there uh, on the list. Yeah, I was a yeah. little thankful that there was nobody else around. Uh, was us two you know, nearly 40-year-old men were just... It was uh, hot <laughs> as yeah. F yesterday, too. We were out there. We shot that very quickly. Seven minutes of footage. <laughs> Didn't yep. take that long. Uh, thankfully, I'm not too bad, but... Uh, I was drenched in sweat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was so hot. You were going get on, hard. Get out on the blacktop, and uh, yeah, it was. There it is. So realistic. Yeah. You want forty five percent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> aim for forty five percent. That that'll get you in the NBA. I had I had people tweeting at me though this this crazy childhood dream, my superpower, of again hitting seventy percent of all shots I ever took, because that would be enough in my in my mind to get right. to the NBA, but not not make people suspicious. What was this boy wonder? He never misses a shot. What's going on here? People were agreeing that they had had basically the exact same dreams. Like the idea of like, what a superpower as a, as a kid, never miss a shot. But wait, I have to miss some shots. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't alone. Mm. Felt good to know, even though you were yeah. mocking me. Well, you would uh, you would be the all-time leader in the uh, field goal percentage. DeAndre Jordan. Caught- I would be a superstar. I would yeah. be maybe the greatest ever still. I probably would be. Well, what would you give back on the defensive end? Though? I mean, that's I'd be where you're exposed a little yeah, bit on the defensive you know, end. You got to hide me. That's right. You'd be like Isaiah Tom. You know, like five ten. What are you? Five ten, five eleven. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think teams would probably hunt you a little bit too. They'd say, "Look, yeah, yeah we, we know that guy." Lee, you've played def- basketball with me. I'm not a. You know, you're not exploiting. No, I'm, the I, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm saying, Definitely if you're at the you're NBA, not. I mean. Guys are probably running yeah, past probably you. We'll play some zone. Yeah, but I'm giving you. I'm hitting seven out of ten shots. I know. I know. I think the weird thing would be that you are a 70% shooter from the field, but you only shoot 70% at the line. Yeah, that's... that's so people... Ha- would they go to hack a, hack a, hack a oh, skeets? Yeah. yeah, they're like, we can't let him get a three. Yeah. That's seven, no you can live with 70% though. Logic. Uh, the, you can the numbers with, are still... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I got home from filming this yesterday and I told Laura the, the entire premise of it and everything. And she was the same way. She's like, 70%? Yeah. It's a little underwhelming. No, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say it's over underwhelming because it brings us to today's top five. Oh. Mm. Top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five, top five. The idea of dreaming to shoot 70%. Very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> last this one. Guy. Yeah. La- last out. one. Don't worry. Call him Fern because he's Fleming. Nice. That's good. I got it. Pacers. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, these are your top five underwhelming basketball superpowers. Superpowers that I think are like kind of along the same lines of shooting 70%. Right. You guys tell me if you would like to have these. Number five, you throw 100 mile per hour passes. Basketball. Yeah. No. It'd be great for no. inbounds, uh, like a long chuck. You would be guaranteed to be the guy they call, like, all right, we got 1.2 seconds left. Can you throw it down to Christian Leitner? Ooh. Hell yeah. Mm. yeah can, miles can, can anybody catch it? <laughs> yeah. teammates got I, don't know. You, I don't know. I don't like this one. Nah. Nah, that's a good one. That's a good nah. one. Because it's just a one skill. You could be on the end of the bench, and they'd call you in. Sure. You can catch 100 miles per hour. 
for a long bomb. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, going yeah. down court with, with you're he not didn't playing say on the you floor. you were accurate, though. That's the one thing. <laughs> yeah, a, I assume. It's a good point. I think <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Uh, you're not playing in the half court. But you come in, you're a long snapper. That's cool. I think, though, everyone would say, why isn't that guy playing football or baseball? Yeah, you're you know? in the wrong sport. Yeah. yeah. You can't shoot. You can't defend. <laughs> you're never on the court. But, man, you got a rocket on you. That's all right. That's all Pat right. Connaughton. Yeah. Pat McAfee. <clears throat> Pat McNamara. That was my coach. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> you have a magnetic butt. No. Excuse me? Go on. Your ass is magnetic. To To people. <laughs> Like so, <laughs> sticky, sticky yeah. is maybe another way to put it. Uh, It'd be good for boxing out, posting up, and setting screens. So like, if I make contact with you, oh, you're I not see. getting away. Like I I'm see. locking yeah. you down, kind of like pinning you wherever you are. Well, I don't know how magnets work really, but so really everybody else in a weird way has a magnetic butt too. Yeah, it's more <laughs> of like a like a magical magnet. Okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, uh, no metal involved. Yeah. So, well, yeah, you're basically getting at you set a great screen <laughs> because the person gets like hung up on you, really. Totally. And boxing out, you know, I don't even. I could almost box out like a foot from you, and like, yeah. then you're moved over. So you, you probably, got a guy on your ass yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Make that decision, but yeah, yeah. But you probably lead the league in screen assists, and uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, let me drink my milk. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little uncomfortable though. I think you know. God. I think you'd want to be able to, to box out a guy off you though. Like if you're sticking your butt out, you want to get a couple yeah. inches of space that yeah. could be a problem that's what you want you don't want a north-south magnet <laughs> connection every single time I'm out <laughs> alright fair enough number three that's a pretty good one you're eight feet tall that's it now here we go here we go instantly the tallest player ever yep probably the slowest player ever maybe it's a real double-edged sword yeah, yeah. you could be Yao Ming or you could be Priest Lauderdale. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it, though. Yeah. I, you I got would, the rest of life, too. Yeah, that's yeah. Right that, that's the thing. Like, just the, the travel buses and the planes <laughs> and the hotels. <laughs> travel buses. You know, and when you're in a supermarket. <laughs> Wait, hold on. If you're eight feet tall, wouldn't the bus be the perfect spot? Like, the perfect mode of transportation for you? They would need a tailor-made one for you, though, everywhere you go. I just I just <laughs> yeah, don't think yeah, they have Take out a bunch of seats. Yeah, you're going to Indiana, and they're like, ah, oh, we don't have an eight-footer, so we didn't have an eight-foot bus made for you you know but if, the, the, the other thing is hold on okay keep going yeah, I'm, you're a superhero they're never worried about yeah we saw Yao Ming remember that time trying to get into the uh, SUV and he couldn't yet to sort of go in the back there so that's the, those are the sort that. of things you, no, I'm thinking of a school bus or a charter bus yeah, okay this will this will yeah. make it easy Yao Ming, <laughs> Yao Ming was before his time right yeah. now in the Twitter era, he would be making billions being an influencer. He'd have a custom bus at his yeah, door. Yeah, in you're a right. He'd you're be right. driving. Okay, but back to the basketball part, I guess. Yeah. 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 New, new superpower <laughs> is that your you're, you're normal height until you step foot on the court and you're instantly... Oh, oh. Whoa! Sure. That's yeah. pretty good. But you're not telling me whether I have my skills as a nope. 5'10", 2'5". You play like man. you're 8 feet tall. So... Yeah. Pro- like probably slow you're gonna be a yeah, great shot blocker slow. you're gonna yeah. grab a board if it comes to you but... okay I like that I'm, I mean when I step on the court I turn into eight foot tall man yeah <laughs> eight foot tall man <laughs> yeah okay. I'm in on that one that one's alright yeah. I think uh, this one's dumb number two you can teleport anywhere on the court Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. but you oh. have to be two feet away like it's only a two foot teleport <laughs> anywhere oh. two feet yeah <laughs> okay yeah so like I, I could mean, you could still I could be it. sitting here skeets 
And then suddenly I'm sitting in your chair. Yeah. It's a little more than two feet, but close enough. I think it'd be good for closeouts. Yeah. Probably good for like getting around screens. Hell this would yeah. help you defensively, uh, but you're probably going to get called for travels. It's just going to look too weird. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get called for travels? I think so. Like teleport around so my defender? So you can take the ball then as well. Because what I was thinking is you post up and you have your point guy come in and you point, I'm going to be here. Then yeah. you teleport the other side. Oh, yeah. He knows that. He yeah. passed the ball. And you got a bucket. Yeah, that's what I see too. Hmm. Fast breaks, those are fast. Yeah, it just gives you a little bit of a yeah. little bit of a boost. Yeah, what's Doctor Strange do? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. Oh, that's what he does. I think this would still be helpful, but probably not as helpful as you would think. Two foot teleport, the mm. two foot teleport. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, the dribbling it's like thing, a, like a super quick first step, kind of. Yeah, very, yeah. very quick. <laughs> I'd still want it. Give, I'm signing the one. Yeah, yeah. That's like John Morant, really. Like, yeah. carry carry the ball for a couple feet, just go. <laughs> All right, number one. This is uh, my number one underwhelming superpower. Gigantic thumbs. <laughs> Your hands are the same. Your hands look the same, but you got gigantic thumbs, and I'm thinking as long as like a hot dog. Oh, oh wow. longer. Okay, yeah, so okay. like, huh. you know, your thumb is probably double the length that it normally is. Okay. Great for grip. Mm. Great for ball control. Yeah. But you're not getting the benefit of having long fingers yeah. for yeah, to touch shoot. around the rim yeah, and that shooting. kind of stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The first Just thumb roll. Thumb. The first thumb roll in NBA history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thumb roll. Yeah. Is that a reverse pass? <laughs> I don't know. I guess yeah. it sort of is. Uh, I, I would shoot with my thumbs from the free throw line. It's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, that's a go. You could yeah. probably throw like a wicked yeah. chest pass. Yeah. yeah. Big old yeah. sausage thumbs. Mm. What do you think, Lee? Just trying to think if it would be uh, good, you know, for palming the ball, you'd have real good solid lock Man. on that. Like they couldn't just like bat it away from you. But then would that be harder to shoot in the end? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of dinkers and dumpers. Yeah, have to well, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure, why not? You know, I'd rather big thumb than a big sweaty magnety butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. that's the one thing about even pick up ball the sweaty guy you don't want to be running into screens from him all the time so oh that should have been one extra sweaty yeah oh. like double yeah. the sweat yeah. Ewing yeah. Factor. oh yeah yeah like patrick ewing yeah double patrick yeah, ewing. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so those are your top five underwhelming <laughs> basketball superpowers 100 mile per hour passes magnetic butt yep. as soon as you step on the court you're eight feet tall you can teleport but only two feet away and gigantic hot dog thumbs. Man, double Ewing, though. Double Ewing. I yeah. kind of wish I would have gotten in there. That's good. Well, maybe let's throw this at everybody in the stream team, everybody listening later, watching later. Let's hear your underwhelming basketball superpower. Uh, and maybe there'll be another video in our future, for all we know. Um, all right. Well, let's call it there. That was great editing, by the way. Yeah, you great should job. check out this video. Great job. Yeah. If you're just listening, come over to our YouTube page or uh, on Twitter, of course. We'll post it there. Instagram, I'm sure, too, at NoDunksInc. Um, super skeets, I guess we'll be calling it. Uh, if you want to just see me shoot uh, three misses and seven and seven hits, <laughs> seven for ten, dressed in uh, a small child's uh, superhero costume. I know you guys said you felt strange. Oh, I'd say, I didn't shooting say that. Around. <laughs> you <laughs> you felt normal. I felt totally normal. <laughs> but the editing makes it feel super normal. Mm. Yeah, you, know, uh, you should normal. watch the first cut that Trey did, uh, where there is no sound. <laughs> there's not a lot of effects. <laughs> It's, uh, you want to talk about underwhelming. <laughs> JD, yeah, you know, takes to the next level. Was that fun to work on, JD? I felt like you enjoyed that for some reason. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's one of those things where, 
oh, cool, a four-hour uh, chore just dumped, ju- dropped in my lap. <laughs> but it was hours. fun. Jesus, wow. Oh, I mean, it's like visual effects, no, sound you, effects. It's You're going uh, to win an award for that. Am I? A <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Webby? <laughs> Is there a category for that? <laughs> Probably. We'll make one. <laughs> awesome. Uh, go uh, check out that video. Good work by uh, by Trey and JD. Okay, email in your NBA questions. We're hitting the beach tomorrow. No dunks at theathletic.com. Follow us, like I said, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. INC on the end. And get yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. What are you doing tonight with no uh, no hoops to watch? Uh, no. Oh, well, hockey. I'll, I'll be watching my flames. <laughs> <laughs> nah, do you watch the o'clock. Do you watch the first Drop period the and then uh, wake up in the morning and watch the second and third period? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'll be doing wow. tonight. I haven't thought that far ahead. Sort of caught us by surprise a little bit. A little, yeah. Yeah, schedule. it doesn't usually happen in the second round like that oh, on a Thursday. Strange especially. quirk, but you know, you got Hogfest uh, going on. You got, <laughs> that you sounds got awesome. Hogfest. Yeah. You like Three Days Grace? <laughs> you like Godsmack? I'm more a, I'm more a uh, three, uh, uh, Third Eye Blind than a Three Days Grace. Three Doors Down. A lot of threes out there. You two, three dog night. Yeah. You two. <laughs> a lot of threes out there. <laughs> a lot of threes out there. You two. All for one. Four minus one equals three. 98 degrees. There you go. CP2O. <laughs> real to real. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us. And remember, <laughs> Rex and Effects. Tanto Metro and Devante. Is that their names? Beef DeVoe. <laughs> I'm, just naming, I'm just naming three so word bands. Shaka Demas and Scissors and Pliers. <laughs> Boys, two men. Uh huh. Nice one. Right, yeah. Good one. L7. 3LW. Oh. I got one. Uh, Blink 182. <laughs> Some 41. I think there's not a lot of fives. Five. That was a band five. <laughs> if you're getting down, baby, I want it now, baby. There's a problem we can't fix. Uh, we can do it in the mix if your man's giving trouble. That's them? <laughs> yeah, that's wow. them. Wow, okay. yeah. I know that song. I didn't know it was five. Spelled F-I-V-E yeah. or a five and I-V-E? No, I think it was just five. straight five, yeah. All right. Five for fighting, a Canadian band. That's <laughs> cool. You're on fire. Ben Fault's five. <laughs> Five for fighting because they like hockey? That's it, exactly. <laughs> wow. <yeah. laughs> Never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 112. 112. <laughs> 702. Uh, we need a si- is there a, give me a six. That's uh, electric uh, six. What's that? Our Detroit band. <laughs> all right, we did right. it. We did it. Yeah. We got all the Jurassic ones. Five. <laughs> Good nice one. one. Yeah, Jackson Five. Yeah. <laughs> D12. D12, yeah, that's, that's our record. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam's uh, first record, 10. Frank, <laughs> no, 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 I know I know. as soon as we're done here and Matt listens to this podcast, he's going to hit us with another 100. So I uh, look forward to that. All right, guys. Embrace the day, people.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.